Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Never Split Up podcast. This is episode 17, where we are covering the early 2000s slasher high tension. How are you doing today, Anthony? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I know you're doing good. We're one week out, less than one week out, a few days out from uh, Scream 6. So I know yes, you're pumped. We are a couple days away from me seeing Scream 6, and I cannot wait. <laughs> I cannot wait. Don't you want to just uh, like hold on to this like feeling like before the movie is like do, you want to see because, the movie, but then it's uh, like you you miss having the feeling of like being I anticipated. I do, but I don't because I can't wait any longer for this wait. movie, damn yeah. it. I just need it. Yeah. I need it. Yeah. Well, speaking <laughs> of of Scream, I, I want to give a quick shout out to all of our uh listeners and and watchers and on YouTube, especially our new subscribers. Thank you, everyone, our new subscribers. And even the people that have commented on our last uh, Scream 6 prediction video, um, it's our most watched uh, episode to date. We have over a thousand watches on YouTube and we have a decent amount of listens too. And um, thanks to everyone who commented. We love hearing from you guys um, and your theories and your takes on these movies. And again, thanks to all the new subscribers. We're trying to build that up. But um, we're, we're, we're taking a little break from Scream. We did a couple Scream related episodes. And um, if I'm not mistaken, I believe we're going to come back to Scream, right, Anthony? I think you might be right and onto something. But yeah, like I just want to reiterate, I'm so thankful that our two highest performing episodes are Scream related. And again, like it was a beast covering the original 1996 one. I mean, I think the episode's like hitting three hours. And then it was really fun to have that special predictions episode to, you know, give what we want and what we think might be happening in the new movie. So, you know, if you know me, you know how special that franchise is to me. So it means a lot that that's our best performing episode. And, uh, you know, we have a lot of plans for rankings and all this stuff, but um, for a stream franchise and other franchises, but let us know what you guys want us to cover for special episodes in the future so we can continue to have that interaction. And it's going to be fun. And I have a feeling... We won't be far off from talking about Scream 7 if the early box office predictions are any indication either. So uh, it's going to be, it's going to be, Scream's not going anywhere anytime soon. Oh yeah. Right now, Scream is pretty much the talk of the town. And um, you can see that in these early box office predictions. It looks like it's really going to do well, uh, possibly even better. What did what did uh, Scream 5 do opening weekend for its box office? So Scream 5, I believe, opened over like Martin Luther King Jr. weekend. I think it did 30 million. Oh, yeah. It's going to blow that. that away. Yeah, it's going to blow that away. But you also have to remember last year was the, you know, still had like COVID shit going on and all that. So um, when it came out in the winter, but um, Paramount went all out with marketing and marketing is king. And the early buzz, it's just mm-hmm. going to make this thing explode. Oh, yeah. And uh, none of the controversies, like the Nev thing is not going to do anything because she's coming back. Like their directors are even talking to interviews saying, yeah, we really hope she comes back for seven. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, you know, she'll be back at some point. But, um, yeah, I see this thing having a shot at 50 million open weekend. So, I think it might. Yeah. It's going to crush. <laughs> it's going to crush. Yeah. But uh, for now, let's talk about another twisty movie. Yes, high tension. And speaking of recommendations, uh, this was one of the first recommendations that I personally got when we started this podcast. Uh, shout out to my cousin, Jessica. She recommended this movie as soon as she found out that we were doing this podcast. It's one of her favorites. So shout out to her. And I have, I know we both have a few recommendations that we've gotten already and we want to get more. 
So give us uh, your recommendations, guys. We we love covering movies that you guys care about and want us to talk about. And um, yeah, uh, well, you know, let's let's just get into it. Let's uh, let's get into the cast and um, the director, obviously Alexandra Aja. Um, I'm a big fan Love of his. Him. I don't know how you feel about him, but <laughs> he's my guy. Yeah, uh, he directed one of my favorite movies that I won't reveal, but you know what it is, and we will yeah. get to it at a certain point. Yeah. It's one of the my favorites. <laughs> awesome. So again, yeah, this um this initially released in 2003 in France. It's a French film, and um it got re released by Lionsgate. I believe it it went to um like a festival. And it was it was yeah, part of so the Toronto International Film Festival in two thousand three. Lionsgate picked up the rights and they redubbed it in English because you know Americans, I guess, can't just fucking watch subtitles. And they redubbed it yeah. and they edited it and cut a little bit out so it can get an R rating. And yeah. they released it in June of two thousand five in theaters um, here. So for us, it was we got the wide public in the U.S. got to see it in two thousand five. In two thousand five, great. But it, Lionsgate picked it up because they're really on the heat. That was their like torture porn phase. Like mm-hmm. so, Saul was doing well, Hostel was doing good. So they're like, wanted they pick this up too and like cash in on that. Yes, you know? this was released before Saul and Hostel, but by the time they picked it up, this right. was released in two thousand five. I think right after right. the first Saul. For us, we saw so like we Saul and Hostel Saul. first. Yeah. We saw Saul first. We saw Saul first. Yeah. But um, yeah. So it's in the middle of those two yeah. like giants. Yeah, definitely. And um I think um I I uh sorry, I lost my train of thought. Um just quickly we'll we'll talk about the unrated version. Un- unfortunately, I had the unrated version growing up. We had the DVD, but um you mentioned that Lionsgate cut out some stuff and made it rated R and dubbed it, unfortunately. And dubbed it. But um <laughs> this time around I couldn't find that DVD. I don't know if someone else in my family has it, but I I personally had to watch it on streaming and the only available version on streaming is the dubbed rated R version, but I have seen the unrated multiple times cause we did own Me it. Too. So, Me too. okay, that's good. But you saw so, the streaming uh, version too. Little backstory for uh, yeah. Well, that's how I had to watch it this time. Okay. Little backstory to my experience when Lionsgate because they released it like pretty wide in theaters, not like super wide, but like I actually saw this in theaters. Okay. Um, when Lion, because I didn't, I didn't know that it was like a dubbed movie. I just because they advertise it as just like a slasher. Like I didn't even know it was like a foreign movie. Mm. So my poor mom, she said she was she's like MVP. She took <laughs> she took me to see everything, yeah. and we went to see this. And like right when you could tell it's dubbed, I was like, oh what the fuck. <laughs> but um, you know, you get over it. But it's just like what the hell. And then when we get to this scene. You know, when there's a new meaning to Roadhead, my mom was like, what the fuck did I take you to watch? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that's... But kudos to my mom for taking me to these movies. But yeah, we were su- I was super bummed when I, you know, found out that it was a foreign movie and it wasn't just subtitles. It was like dubbed for a lot of it. I, You know me. I want to see the movie in its original form and it drives me crazy when people's mouths don't sync up to what's coming out. <laughs> It, yeah. it, ugh, it drives me crazy and i'm not gonna ding the movie for it because obviously i've seen the unrated version i'm trying to show my age again i actually think it was like on FearNet. remember the FearNet? yeah back in the day yeah, like yeah, on yeah. demand yeah i think they actually had the unrated cut for a oh, bit really? so i was able to go back because i'm not going to give my opinion on the movie yet but i was able to go back and rewatch it and yeah. see the unrated and see it in just the subtitle you know original mm-hmm. format but yeah that theater experience i was like what <laughs> so you definitely 
prefer the subtitled unrated right yes okay i agree with you and i i know i do agree with you with with dubbed movies the only thing i will say uh, there's a couple points that makes the dubbed i guess bearable i'm not going to say it's as good as the original version but um the the first being that uh cecil de france dubbed her own lines um she plays she plays marie the star of the movie and um you could definitely tell her her um her readings of her lines were definitely better than um like alex has an american accent for some reason in her dubbed version like that was kind of strange and the mom and the dad their dubbed lines are like totally yeah not to trash voice actors and and the people who dubbed them but it's just it's hard to to replicate that emotion when you're not right. in the moment. It takes you out of and the experience. Yeah, you can tell that um, Cecil de France. You know, it's just a different level of dubbing because she was in those moments and she was acting. So, and then secondly, um, I'll say this isn't a dialogue heavy movie in terms of volume. That's what I was just gonna say. Um, and I do like this movie's cinematography so well. So I almost. Like again, I don't, um, I don't prefer the dub, but when I do watch the dubbed version, it lets me focus, um, not so much on the subtitles as much, and I can just focus on the picture and just listen because there isn't a ton of huge dialogue. I know you're gonna, you're shaking your head and you don't agree (laughs) with me, but I I, kind of give it a pass for this. No, I know what you're saying. It's beautiful, and I do love watching the cinematography and focusing on really well shot, really well shot. I just, I, because it makes me focus, Americans need to just suck it up and just watch, watch subtitled movies because after five minutes, you, it goes away. You don't think that you're reading. It's just part of the movie. But, um, I'm focused more on the mouth now because they don't line up. Yeah. <laughs> I watch the movie. So there's like a couple scenes like that, in particular yeah. where it's like really, but like you said, um, yeah. this movie benefits from not having a lot of dialogue. So it's not horrible you know how oh, some yeah. movies when you watch if someone watched a dumb movie it's like literally like you can't watch oh yeah but this movie's not really dialogue heavy so you know oh it's yeah i mean terrible the entire second act there really isn't any dialogue it's at just all a chase. except for like the yeah. gas station which is at the end of the second act right. but other than that i mean yeah yeah okay it's so strange because some moments are like still just in french and subtitles i'm like just like pick mm. pick your choice like pick your poison are we doing subtitles or are we doing dub yeah, yeah, because the, but like, again, the gas station not scene dig- is I'm in not French the movie. still. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm not dinging the movie because obviously that's not how he made the movie. It's because yeah. Lionsgate picked up the rights. So um, so if you haven't seen this, this movie, uh, definitely try to get your hands on the unrated copy. It, it's kind of hard. You kind of, I think you need the physical copy. I don't think you're going to find yeah, it unless it. you go to like maybe a pirated website. I'm not condoning that, but. Don't if you that, can yeah. find it somewhere like that, but in terms of streaming, I think you're shit out of luck. Um, but even if you can't get the unrated, still watch the rated R version, the dub version, because it doesn't completely ruin the movie, at least for me. Um, it's still it's still a good movie, and uh, I don't want to give away too much, but uh, I feel like we have uh, some different takes on this movie, possibly. But w- I want to hear your overall thoughts first, because I'm really eager to hear what you okay. what you think. Okay, cool. So, like I said earlier, I love Alexander Aja, and this is the movie that put him on the map for horror. This really is the movie that's kickstarted his career. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, he directed a short before this, I think a short, maybe one other movie, but this is the movie that blew him up. So, 
Oh, okay. This is like an extreme French horror movie. I love, love, love like the first. I love the movie until we get to that fucking twist. The twist doesn't work for me. The okay. It doesn't work for me at all. The first time I saw it, when I got to the twist, I was so angry. So angry. Why don't we, um, just <laughs> sorry to cut you off. Why don't we do our spoiler, spoiler warning spoiler, now? Spoiler, yeah. yeah um, so you can talk candidly about the twist. So guys, definitely yes, watch okay. this movie. I still remember watching this movie for the first time and um, how I thought about the twist. So I want other people to, we kind of already gave it away that there is a twist, but you still won't guess it. I don't think like it's still kind of good. So definitely pause this. There's no possible way to it. guess it if you're watching it the first time. Cause they, I think no so. way yeah, it's pretty guess. hard. Yeah. I had no idea, but and okay, go ahead. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Continue. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, like the first time I saw this, I was, you know how I like my final girls mm-hmm. and our lead of this movie was fucking awesome yeah. when she killed him in the end. And then a minute later, it's taken away from us because we find out that she's the killer. Uh-huh. And it just is so like, I feel like it was literally done just for shock and not to support the story. And it just makes me so angry because I was like, so I'm like, yes, she's a badass. She's getting back. And then it was just taken away from me like five seconds later. And I watched it again when it came out on Fearnet, knowing the twist. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I'll just accept it for what it is. But every time I get to that ending, even this rewatch, this rewatch when I watched it, uh, you know, twice in the last few days, mm-hmm. I know the ending and I just enjoy it for what it is. But every time I get <laughs> to that ending and we find the reveal, I get so bummed because I'm like, Okay, it's a twist ending and, you know, something different. But it's really not different because a lot of movies did that, especially around that time. But I get so bummed because she would be a fucking awesome final girl. She's a badass in this movie when she kill, kills him with the yeah. barbed wire. And then it's just taken away from me. And it's like, we'll get into the plot of it. But there's no way, if you rewatch this movie... There's no, you know how, like, let's just say you watch Fight Club or The Uninvited or movies with twist endings like that. When you go back, even Scream, when you go back, you can watch the movies through the lens and be like, okay, I see what they did here. I see. I can go in knowing the twist and, like, Mm -hmm. placing the pieces in the movie. This movie, you can't do that because we're shown the killer separate from her before they even arrive at the house. And I know it's because Mm -hmm. she's recollecting her. It's a recollection of her version of the story, her other reality. But you can't go back. You cannot guess this movie because we're not. It doesn't make sense like that. It's just literally thrown at us at the end as a twist, and that's it. Okay. You can't rewatch it and go into like, oh, okay, this, this, this. No, because he's shown giving himself head before they even arrive at the house. Like it's a separate and separate mm-hmm. dude. So it's no way. It it just really bums me out the ending, and it's a cool idea. But I would have rather her just been the final girl and save her friend and fucking kick the shit out of him because that's what she did until she didn't so it's like oh and i don't know it's kind of at the end it gets a little tacky when like it goes back to her chasing him but it goes back to him chasing her but it's really her like i'm just like oh if you're gonna commit to the twist commit to it so i get that's a cool visual that they did but the ending doesn't work for me for this movie that's the ending really doesn't work for me okay unfortunately all right yeah, some strong opinions on the end. But of the I, I didn't mention I do love the kills. Like, we'll get to the plot, but yeah. the kills are fucking gnarly. And this is, like I said, this is an extreme. This is a mean movie. 
Yeah, oh yeah. The very mean movie. Definitely. And I don't like the dog scene. I don't like the dog scene either. I wasn't even going to bring up the dog scene. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I don't like yeah. it how he just fucking flops and like plops on the ground. I'm like, this is fun. <laughs> no. But yeah, so I love Aja. Really well-made movie. It's just they took a swing with the ending and that swing really didn't work for me. And unfortunately, I leave with the ending. Mm. So it always leaves a bad taste yeah. in my mouth. Okay. Yeah. Great. Well, my overall thoughts is I absolutely love this movie and I could not disagree with you more about the ending. So this is going to be really fun. Uh, The ending, I said, I mentioned it before. I remember the first time watching this movie and seeking that ending. I was shook. If I didn't see it in theaters, I I saw it. um, It came out when we were probably like, what, 12, 13 years old in America. I, I definitely saw it when I was a teenager, maybe even like, a young adult, I don't really remember, maybe 18, 19 years old. Uh, again, we had it on DVD, okay, so I, I watched it at home, like on our uh, DVD, the unrated version first. But I remember seeing this movie for the first time and just being shook, and it stuck with me. And I was like, how is that? Wait, what? How does that make sense? And then I didn't realize the first time I watched it that she was telling a story and then it was, it was, a, uh, I thought it was all playing in real time. So then when I watched it a second time, I realized like, this is her telling of the events. So everything that didn't make sense made sense to me. And I'm going to, I'm going to disagree with you. There are, um, a, I think quite a few, uh, scenes throughout the movie that really, uh, play with you when you watch it again and, and show you that she is the killer. Um, there are little hints and little tricks that they do. Well, there, do there's no way that you thingy. can guess it. I'm not trying to say that they put in like little breadcrumbs for you to guess it because it is totally out of left field. At the, but when you watch it back again, I'm going to disagree with you. I think there are some moments that we'll get into that you kind of are like, Oh, that makes sense. Uh, at least that I picked up on. I, I don't, you know, um, so the ending works for me because you know me, I love my villains and to get a har- a, a final girl, mixed with with the villain (laughs) she's a final girl she is until she's not i mean even when you watch this movie again like you can still watch it and root for her knowing the ending because it's played so straightforward until it's not so i like that like she's a badass final girl and she's also the villain it's like my perfect blend almost (laughs) i love (laughs) i love bad guys i i I don't know what to say dude and i know i know you i i would say there's more people than not that don't like this ending um this is a very divisive movie i think it's just divisive i wouldn't i think it might be split honestly like either works for you or doesn't split i would i would say at best split but i would say maybe more people don't like this movie than do like this movie at least the the research that i've done um leading up to this episode but i personally i mean it works for me man it, it makes it stand out for me um and it doesn't take away the bad badassness of marie i know it does for you because it kind of just negates everything she did because it's unreliable and it's not an actual story that happened but i mean it's a movie it's it's not a documentary so i can still appreciate no, know, those but... those moments and knowing that right. she's the the killer i can kind of separate the two so even though she's not doing any of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, again, it's a movie, so they're not ever actually doing I know. it. So it's, and I, you know, I get what you're saying, Yeah, but for every, and I like, you said that I, I know moments you're talking about where you say you could, but for like, you could see that she could be the killer, but for every moment that's like that, yeah. there's like 10 more that negate that. And I actually like that because it, it's fun to go through the movie 
and question like oh is she making this part up or like there's certain parts where you know she's making up because it doesn't make sense like when she's in the back seat of the truck and she's driving it like obviously that's not happening the way she's telling it but there are also certain moments it's like is the truck real does the truck exist or is the whole truck you know what i mean like certain things like that i like to think about in my brain and i usually have different takes on it every time i watch it and i like to kind of pick and choose what i think is real and what i think she's embellishing and what I think is totally false. I kind of like that game that they play with you. I, I guess it kind of bothers you a little bit more. It just, I'm trying to think of, and I, I do like this movie until the ending. Okay. <laughs> That's what bothers me the most. But um, I think maybe if we saw it from the friends, her best, her love, you know, the love interest, uh, what's her name again? It's Alex. 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 It, yeah. Maybe Alex. if we had her recollect, first of all, I don't like when movies start at the end because we knew that she was going to survive our lead. Yeah. In the beginning. Well, then, but actually, we don't because she wakes up in the car and says, Oh, I had a really bad dream that I was chasing myself. Mm-hmm. You know, so they kind of play with you with that, too. Yeah. But um, oh, I just maybe wish that we got the account of the events at the end, maybe from like the, the Alex's perspective, so we could see. But then, okay. Because it no does do like what, a quick still... flashback of her killing the yeah, family members. Doesn't but, work. Yeah, so you exactly. want maybe like that, a longer sequence going back through the movie? Of what really they happens? They only did that because they wanted to like really show the people who were like, who aren't like really like we know she's a killer, but they want to show the people her killing. They just wanted to go back and show her killing. That's why they did that. Yeah. But um, like it just doesn't make sense to me how like he's there before they arrive. Like I know she's saying that because she's telling a story, but like stuff like that, you can never guess the movie because of that. Like uh-huh. he's already outside giving himself head before they're still driving to the parents' house. Yeah. So it's just kind of like. Well, again, this is all in her head. So I know, but that tells me that well, she's their, already okay. thinking. And that head is Alex. I don't know if you picked up on that. That severed head, that's Alex. And that's that's her severed that head. She so. Wants- yeah. So this is all in her head. So that tells me that while they're driving to the, the house, she's already fantasizing like this weird fantasy of getting head from Alex. And her decapitated head. I mean, that proves to me that she's already like she doesn't just snap midway through. Like this is kind of from the beginning. She's delusional. That's how I took it. Well, she would have to because no one did anything to her to make her snap. Oh, well, well, <laughs> well. Let's let's get into it. Let's let's start from the beginning. <laughs> Those are our overall thoughts. Well, I mean, besides yeah. the girl paid, played the prank on her when she got into the fucking cornfield and all that. Oh shit, yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, nothing. But like I that. just, yeah. it's just. I get, I think it's just like, like you said, people just have one opinion or the other of how this movie plays out. Yeah, no, I totally get your point of view. And I know you're like a final girl, dude. So you really wanted her yeah. to be like that. And I, but I'm also a twist girl. dude. I love twists. Mm-hmm. It's just, if you're going to do a twist like that, you need to make it not just be a twist for twist's sake. In my opinion, it okay. was done just to be a twist, just to have a twist in the movie like that. Okay. And that's I give the audience a shot. Because I, I, I mean, the first time I saw it, it was a shot. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean, there, I, was shocked. Oh, I mean, obviously. There are movies that I've seen in the horror genre that I feel the same way that you do. Like, they, oh, they just threw that twist in. It doesn't really make sense. But I don't I don't feel that way with this movie. So I, I feel okay, differently. Interesting. Yeah. I think Craven feels the same way because he's, he's uh, making some noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good old Craven. Okay, so let's. All right, let's, I'm gonna like you. In, yeah. ta- we'll get talk to it together, but you are very passionate about this, so I don't want to take that away from you. Uh-huh. So you can give the plot breakdown, and we'll you know we'll vibe off each other. Okay, great. 
And just another like overall thought of the movie just before we go like, you know, do like a deep dive. I, I love the way this movie is set up. This movie is called High Tension. And I think that's the perfect title because um, you get the buildup in act one. There, there's enough backstory to the characters, especially with Alex and Marie, but it's not too much. It doesn't feel like it drags. And then once we oh, get into, into that, it gets into it. Once it gets into it. And once we get into that second act, dude, it just builds and builds and builds and that. the tension love does it. not break. It does not break until pretty much the when he leaves the gas station. That's the first real break where you can take a breath and you're like, all right, she's safe for now when she calls the cops. But up until then, dude, you're like holding your breath for Marie the whole time. And I love yeah. that. Do you know what's so weird? Cool. I forgot to mention this. I When I used to like not be a boring adult and had time in life, I used to read a little bit, and I don't know if you know Dean Koontz. He's like a horror writer, but his book, um, Intensity, mm-hmm. I read that book a long time ago, and it literally like mirrors yeah. the first like 40 minutes of this movie. I know. But besides the kills, the kills are different, but I'm like, wait, is this like an adaptation? But it's not. It's but not. But Aja did say he had read the book, and he like, you know, obviously there's it, some it's not, and that It's is not a, an adaptation. That is a criticism. People have said that they've ripped from the book, but the, the author has never okay. come out and tried to like, sue them or anything he so said, i mean <laughs> so we're just gonna he said he didn't sue because he didn't want to because the movie because it's an extreme violent movie he's like i didn't want to even bother with that because <laughs> you know some people like don't want to think that violence is like trash in movies like, i don't want to bother but um yeah i don't even i don't get that criticism because like i mean a lot of movies are similar a lot of books are similar it just happens art but I, the art. first time i did yeah. watch this I was like, whoa, is this an adaptation huh. of Intensity? That, that's interesting that you <laughs> read did. that book. I, I had did. Never yeah, read I, did. Book. I have heard yeah, that. It's a good book. I have it. Very close. I have yeah. it. Yeah. That's awesome. But um, I just I just want to make sure I threw that in because I do know that's a common thing said about this as well. Mm. So okay, let's get into cool. this plot. Yeah, let's get into it. Um, So it starts with, uh, you know, we have, you, you know, it's Marie. It, it shows the back of her head, but she's in a hospital. She is like beat up. She's got stitches. On her back, slashes she's got a shaved, on her back. Yeah, shaped head, and she's um, um, saying the line, "I won't let anyone come between us anymore. I won't let anyone come between us anymore." And it's like pretty creepy, and you're like, "Oh man, this girl is traumatized. Like, what the hell happened to this girl?" So then it cuts, and we go, we go to um, the scene of her in the woods. You were talking about before; it's the dream sequence. Um, she's chasing after herself, she says, and then she she slams on this guy's window. She she finds a car. It kind of reminds me of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, for sure, where she just darts into the road and tries to get did help. Did you name drop her? Sorry, did you name drop her? Cecil I will say, she is fantastic. She is oh, fantastic. She, she carries the movie, for sure. I mean, she's the focal yes. point of the whole movie. Yeah, she's awesome. Awesome. She would have been an awesome final girl. All right, anyway, keep going. <laughs> I, okay, going. yeah, we'll keep going, yeah. So, um, and then she, she, okay, yeah, so that's the dream sequence. She wakes up in the car. Um it's Mar- uh, Alex's car, her best friend Alex. They're on our way to Alex's family's farmhouse. I guess it's supposed to take place in the south yeah, of it's France. Like Southern France. Yeah, I know they France filmed in, um, I think, Romania, which is pretty cool. They found okay. a part of Romania that kind of imitates Very France. cool, like horror movie vibes, open fields, long. I was rows. gonna say, I love the setting yeah. to this movie, like the cornfields and stuff. That's that's a yes. really cool setting. Um, but yeah, they they're on their way. They have a quick little discussion. Um, they're talking about boys which is a theme um, that's pretty much the only thing they talk about in this movie. Like the first act, they, they, they mention that they're like there to study, but um, the right. focus of the, most of their conversations in this car. And then later in this kitchen is um, 
Alex's dating life and the boys. But you you know that Marie is like jealous. Like she's giving hardcore jealous. Oh vibes, yeah, even in the car, definitely. Like why the fuck are you talking about that guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, I want to say the um that opening sequence with the the dream sequence um, I kind of I, I kind of like it. I usually don't like sequences that are extended like that where it has like where it's showing the opening credits and it keeps flashing back and forth but i love that whole vibe like that early 2000s industrial score yeah. with the, the like lights the and stuff the and the font too. and like the the classic font it just puts me right back into the like yeah. early 2000s it's so cool yeah do you like that they open the movie showing her in the hospital or do you are you annoyed that you knew that she was going to be in the hospital during the movie uh, no because i never thought that um she was gonna die i never really got that sense like i knew she was gonna be you kind of get it pretty quickly that she's gonna be the final girl i mean obviously the twist at the end but she still right. is kind of the okay, final so girl you, until okay. she's not so, so okay. i i guess i don't mind it too much i, I see what you're saying though it kind of gives her plot armor because we now know that this is a flashback and she survives is that what you're saying like you kind of makes yeah, her I would, safe yeah i i some a lot of movies do this, and I most of the time movies do it. It doesn't work for me. Okay. There's some here and there that do. Yeah, I just wish. I mean, I just think that because they did it, because she has, they have to put it in our head by the end of the movie that she's telling a story because that's the only way this movie makes sense. That's why they did it. Yeah, she's giving her alternate reality of a story. And they so could the have revealed that at the end, but I, I, I don't mind that they put that in the beginning. Okay, because they don't show it again. So, like, they don't go back to it at the end of the movie where she's... They just show her back and she's camera. doing that creepy she's, thing again. Yeah. yeah. So they make the audience have to remember the very first scene in the movie. And they're like, oh, yeah, she was talking to a camera. I kind of like that, I guess. Yeah. Okay. It works okay. for me. I really only have, like, one or two nitpicks of this movie. But other than that, I, I really do like this movie. But, yeah, we, we, we get a, we get uh, the scene you were talking about um, that you and your mom had to endure the... Uh, Oral sex with a decapitated head scene. This is our first glimpse nasty. at our bad guy, our big baddie, who is played by uh, what's his name? Uh, what, Philip Nahon. Give him a shout out. Okay. Uh, he apparently, um, in his career, has played a lot of bad guys. I guess in France and stuff. And apparently, he didn't want to play sense. another bad guy. And he's like, "Please don't make me play another bad guy." But he read the script to this movie and he gave in. He's like, "All right, I'll, I'll play another bad guy." But He's apparently and that scene is when you know actor. it's like an extreme horror because oh, that's yeah. like the filthy, dirty, grimy horror. What do you think of, like, since this is our introduction into uh, this character, I don't think he has a name, but that's obviously intentional. What do you think of his overall design and the way the actor plays him? I think it works for me, knowing the twist. I think it's like a perfect, undescriptive, just baddie. Like... Yeah, I don't have a problem with it. Okay, I think I think, I think he's, he's good. I like yeah. how he walks, and you know, yeah, um, he's just like it, normal enough. If that makes sense, he's not like super out there. It, it kind of works. I, for the I story. think his like his outfit works to match like you know I, the outfit's not too much. It's like a good like jumps you know work car jumpsuit or you know, whatever. Suit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I I I like it. I think it's like creepy enough with the hats kind of hiding his face sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, just yeah. dirty, good, you know, older, dirty, like <laughs> like dirty, nasty dude, like yeah. like the like a truck, like like the the truck driver from Joyride. I always get reminded of. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of trucks, he's got the uh, that classic truck 
Um, I always think of Keepers Creepers when I see that. That's truck. what I was just gonna it's say. It's like the Jeepers same Creepers style. Truck. Yeah, it is exactly the same style. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that's that's cool. Um, but I just want to say, uh, his design. I, I wanted to ask you that because his design is based on a real French serial killer. His name is uh, oh, cool. Emile Louis or Emile Lewis. If you look him up, you'll be like, "Wow, that does kind of look like the guy from the movie." They they based it on this this real life serial killer. So that's a cool little, you know. Factoid, yeah. But um, yeah, we'll get back to our our duo. Um, they go down this dirt road, and this is the cornfield scene you were talking about, right? Um, yeah, when she plays a prank on her. Yeah, Alex play. Marie's driving at this point. It's nighttime, and uh, Alex plays the prank. We'll we'll just go through this real quickly. Um, only because I want to highlight. She's going through the cornfield. Alex leaves because she thinks she heard some something. So Marie follows her. Marie starts to get lost in the cornfield and she says a line that um, again, props to the actress, uh, Cecil DeFrance, her delivery of these lines is awesome because when you watch it again, like it hits you a little bit differently. At least it hit me differently. She goes, uh, Alex, where are you? I'll get you for this. Damn it. And you could kind of hear some, like she said it like five times in a row. Yeah. But the last <laughs> time she said, it. it's like pretty sinister. You're like, Oh, Okay, now that you know the twist, you're kind of like thinking, oh, okay, like, what does that mean? I'll get you for this. Like, is she already like getting a little angry at her friend? But um, other than that, she that's... loves her. She loves her. <laughs> I know she's obsessed with her. Yeah. <laughs> um, we we get to the house. Um, it was just a prank. Obviously, uh, they get back in the car. Uh, the the guy doesn't show up. I know there was an original uh like deleted scene where uh. Marie sees the truck in the distance during this scene, but they they ended up scrapping that. So n- nothing of note really happens except for that one line. They uh they get to the house and um you find the dad greets them with the dog and I think the little mm-hmm. boy's name is Tom or Tommy. I think yeah, it's Tom. 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 And uh yeah. they seem like a nice wholesome, you know, family. I was about to say all American family, but this is French, but <laughs> it's a little confusing with the American accent. Um, for the dubbed version, but, <laughs> and, um, we get the scene. I was talking about this before, how most of their dialogue revolves around boys. Um, she starts talking about, a- Alex starts talking about, uh, her love life and how she's seeing this guy who has a girlfriend. And I think she says like, I don't trust guys that are single. It's like, Oh, okay. That's a little bit of a catch 22. <laughs> <laughs> But um, but doesn't the dad say that like he's happy to put like a name to Marie's face finally because like Alex talks about her all the time and he's like happy to finally put a name. Yeah, because like, they a have a they have name. a they have a picture yeah, on the mantel place or on the fireplace that has Marie in it. It's Alex and Marie. So he right. I guess had never met Marie before and he just saw the picture. So he's like, oh yeah, it's well, nice we don't to... obviously know what's real. Like what? Like, True. She could be. We do that see the picture wants... though. Yeah, in the fireplace. Well, we you do, don't but but we we don't. Everything we see is from her perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, I just thought that might be a little. I mean, if I'm trying to give the movie credit, okay. The twist. She wants to. She was making herself feel like Alex is it like giving her the infatuation back to her in that scene where she's like, oh, she planted that. Like, oh, she does talk about me to her family. She does mm. do this. So that's a kind of little hint of like she wants her to believe that she's reciprocating that romantic love. Okay. That she always talks that she wants. That makes sense. Yeah, I didn't if pick. I'm, I, if I'm digging, yeah, if yeah, I'm yeah. digging, <laughs> <laughs> I um, like this movie till the ending, yeah, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but um, well, what about what do you think about this scene with the boys? I mean, because you said she's clearly jealous, right? 
I mean, even, she's totally... I even got the vibe hardcore in the car when she gave her that look. But mm-hmm. uh, no, I get this too. It's just like she's just really not saying much during this scene. She's just like observing, but like she doesn't look happy at all about this conversation. Well, she doesn't look happy, Hurry. and then Alex puts it back on her, and she says, "When are, when are you going to settle down with a boy?" And she gets very defensive. Right. She's like, "I'm not a fucking slut like you are," or something like that. She says something like, "I'm not. Yeah, like, I'm not a slut." I'm like, "What? What does that mean? Like, just because." You get a boyfriend makes yeah. you a slut. That's a little weird. Stop judging, girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they, uh, she wants to have a smoke. She's, uh, I almost said Cecil. Uh, Marie wants to uh, have a smoke, and Alex is going to bed. So they they part ways. And um, we have to make sure you say that Marie's like at the top, like her bedroom station, like mm-hmm. at the top of the steps. Like she's like her guest room. So she's yeah. To be there's far away from hearing multiple things. floors yeah. to this farmhouse. There's. The first floor, and then there's the bedrooms on the second floor, and then she is in the attic. It's like a third floor. So Marie is like completely separate from the family all the way up the top. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Right. But um this is where she goes out for a smoke, right? And um she sits on the swing and she observes Alex taking shower. a shower and um being a little peeping Tom. And then uh, I thought this Literally. scene was clever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought this scene was clever because then it, it, it cuts. It's a zoom in on Alex showering, like from Marie's point of view. And then it cuts back to Marie, but she's no longer on the swing. So I have two different interpretations of when things kind of. Because for me, I've seen this movie a lot. I think most of what's happened so far is her telling the truth. I don't think really, I mean, you said the little thing about like her dad mentioning her and stuff like that's a little thing, but I think this is where it breaks. Well, obviously, because this is where the bad guy happens, but I, I, I'm either thinking it's when she starts masturbating or when she that's leaves the swing because they deliberately because show the swing she... empty. Right. So I think maybe that's where she goes and grabs the truck or something. And maybe the masturbation scene isn't real. But I also believe is there even that a truck is there even that truck? Wow. Like it's just all. If you want to believe there's a truck, you would assume that's when she gets that. it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I think this is fun. You you don't like this? No. It, it, Do you think I, it's like too easy? Like the right? Like it's a cop it's out? It's not too easy. It's too cheap. That, exactly. It yes. Okay. I think there's a lot of cop outs. That's my issue okay. because well, when it's... you go, like I said, when you go back, I can't put the pieces together because yeah. they're. Their cop out is she's telling her own story, and it's uh, it's an unreliable narrative. It would be I mean, so brilliant. It would yeah. be so brilliant if uh, there's this could have been brilliant, man. I know you think it is, but I, yeah, I think that yeah. after she saw her in the shower, that's what led her obviously to go masturbate. Obviously, yes. Oh yeah, I do think that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, because a lot of people think that the masturbation scene is when she has her break from reality, when she climaxes, is when the guy pulls up to the house. So that's the right. break. Literally. But I'm thinking that it's actually before that when she's no longer on the swing, that that's when she starts setting up everything and maybe grabbing the truck or So what do you vehicle. think set her into that? Like she sees her or like the talk about the boys Like what is making her snapping? I think it's a buildup again, going back to the um, decapitated head scene with the, you know, the guy getting head on the side of the road. Obviously that didn't happen, but I think it's in her mind. I, I think this has been building for a long time before the movie and then i guess maybe her her love for her infatuation she doesn't want anyone else to have alex but her and then seeing her in the shower 
naked maybe triggered her or or maybe sure. she planned this the whole time i don't i don't th- I, I i would say no because um i would hope not even that would make it even more yeah because she's yeah, pretty would, yeah. delusional so i mean i cuz they're trying to show that us credit. that she's obviously mentally un- like she's not she's split personality oh. they're trying to that's what they're <laughs> yeah. saying at the end here yeah so uh, i just wish there was a bigger event also to kick that off if that makes sense okay yeah you don't like the little tiny hints and little events i guess even the hint, like... but like that's what's gonna make you split like there because that's been really like hardcore like alex didn't do anything hardcore the family didn't do anything hardcore if anything i would have liked if it was like a friends like them and like dudes like hang like a friend group and maybe she snapped because of all the men like rubbing up on alex and stuff like mm. something like that like maybe it like, was just a moment do? of opportunity <laughs> Maybe because they were. Well, that's the only way she could. Because maybe she wanted to get her eventually, literally to herself in that middle of nowhere area. She wanted to maybe, obviously, keep her hostage for herself forever. Mm -hmm. I mean, we'll get to the plot of the movie, but yeah, poor family. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um. Yeah. So anyway, she goes back to her room. This is where she starts to masturbate. She's got headphones in, and this is when we get the the bad guy rolling up in the truck, knocking um, knocking at the door. The, the dad and the wife both wake up, but the dad goes and answers the door. He opens right. like this little window in the door. And this is where we get our first kill. Uh, he takes out a uh, sequence, takes out a, um, I guess like a straight razor, right? Like a razor blade. Yeah. And he stabs him through the door. You don't really see it. Um, when, when, well, Marie is upstairs and she hears everything going on. She can look down through her window she sees the guy on right. the porch but she can't see the killing and i love 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 this shot the guy gets stabbed and you see him kind of fall back and go to the ground and he makes a loud noise and then it cuts to marie upstairs and she's kind of paralyzed in fear and it goes from her and the camera does like this quick um it goes down the stairs and it zooms into the bad guy it goes from marie to the bad guy you know what shot i'm talking about yeah. i love that yeah. shot that's one of my favorite shots. And the, the poor movie. dog bark, and then we just see them fucking flop on the ground. <laughs> hey, bloody. <laughs> like this yeah, the dog's dead. <laughs> Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I hate those cliches in horror movies, people. Yeah, at least they didn't really show it, I guess. I don't know. No, they just show the fucking plop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the next scene, this next shot is my favorite. Fucking awesome. This yeah, so he, he takes the guy and he curb stomps him against the staircase like on the side of the staircase, like on his throat. What's well, not a curb stomp with his mouth. It's on his throat. Right. So he can't like breathe and speak. And then he takes the dresser. He's, he's popping out from the, the banister the po- the, between the, the post. Yeah. yeah like, between yeah. the post. And he takes the dresser and there's some serious strength to do this, but, uh, pushes the dresser and like pretty much decapitates the guy. I, I don't know if his head comes clean off or not, <laughs> But, yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. then in the unrated, you see the blood squirting from the neck. Yeah, guys, try to watch the unrated because you see a lot more blood in this scene. Still yeah. cool regardless. Still cool. cool you still sequence. get to see the head decapitate, but right. you don't get the blood like you do in the unrated. Right. Yeah. Right. Pretty graphic stuff. Pretty awesome. Awesome kill. You like that kill? Okay. I love that kill. Okay. I mean, it's yeah. the best kill in the movie, I think. You think that's well, the best kill one, in the movie? But it's not. It might. Well. It's tough. They're all really kind of like, memorable. It's not real. Except for Tom. Yeah. Well, yeah, Tom's off screen, so you know, he's a kid. Yeah. The but I do actually like Tom's because the buildup of walking into the cornfield, like and you just hear the shot. Mm-hmm. I think that's more effective, effective. than if we actually saw yeah. him. Get, yeah. yeah, 
But anyway, I'm getting we're getting ahead of ourselves. But yeah, yeah. So then we dead. get to the mom, and the mom. She's like, stay in bed, honey. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's. I don't want to rail uh, rail on the actress, but she doesn't seem that freaked out. I mean, how did she not hear what was going on? I mean, especially because we know. But dude, you can do this all day, and we can go. We don't know what how she really reacted right away because it's we don't know. Well, we did. Well, uh, okay. Well, for I know we know we sake, let's, at the end. Let's yeah. review this kind of straightforward until the okay. twist, okay? Because okay. you know, uh, it's meant to be taken straightforward until it's not. If that makes sense, so that makes sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the little subtleties, like I I mean, we can talk about performance, but she she's fine. She's fine, but well, then she goes down the stairs and she sees the killer. We we know it's Marie, but we're, we're just called the big bad guy. And he's like wiping the blade and he's, she just like stands there, doesn't scream, call out for help. She just kind of is like, well, that's my other question. I like, I get, I know we're looking at it straightforward, but like, yeah, no, we could still think that like by this point, someone would like yell, like Marie, like, like no one's yelling her. Like you're watching this woman who came, who is your daughter's friend. Like no one's yelling Marie. I know you can't because there's a twist, but like they don't even scream. Like, her look, like you said, her shock look should be like even more shock because it's this person they know doing it. Mm. And that's why I think they don't do that on purpose because they don't want us to get over the twist. So it's just like, well, we'll get there's, in the, the loop, next scene. Loop. You kind of get a little bit of that. We'll talk about. Um, you do. But um, yeah, the mom kind of gets, I guess you don't see it, but she gets handled. You, you hear muffled screams and stuff like yeah. there's a there's a struggle because it cuts back to Marie. And this is like an awesome sequence. And when I say. This movie's title is High Tension for a Reason. Talk about High Tension. Um, what do you think about this scene? Because Marie is pretty fucking smart in this scene. And again, we're gonna we're gonna talk about this straightforward because that's what we yeah. see. I mean, I, I when I first watched this, I was like, oh fuck, I wouldn't have thought of that. Like she wipes the sink clean. She's basically she went to go for the phone, but once she hears that the guy is coming upstairs, she makes the room look like it hasn't been touched and nobody's been sleeping right. in it. So she makes the bed. She wipes the right. sink dry, and you think she goes into the shower, but she ends up going under the bed. And um, I love this cell sequence though because it's so intense. And like even no, I do too. watching it again, like it's still intense because I still put myself in the moment. I know it's hard for you to yeah. break. The no, no, I, off, I, let, I love but, this movie. I, yeah, because it's she's like you said, she's a fucking. She's doing everything a final girl should do. Yeah. <laughs> I know you. You really wish that she was like a true final girl, I, yeah. dude. She's so fucking badass, man. I, she is, but yeah. I, I let's not get let's not because I, yeah. I do have a lot more to say on the ending. Okay, but we'll wait till right, we so get, get there. To the let's mom's let's death, yeah, this is let's a get yeah cool was, classic throat slit. But the throat slit's awesome, I think, because uh-huh. the, like it like extend like her neck goes like separates almost. Before this, though, he does take Alex. We show the quick scene. Alex is completely oh, unbothered yeah, yeah, yeah. by all this. She has the cotton swabs in, and she's still sleeping. And he runs the blade over <laughs> her <laughs> cheek, and um, yeah. she wakes up. And he does like the, I guess, a way yeah. again for the writers for her not to like say her name, Marie's name. They have him go, and then he takes Alex. So she's you hear her in the background. You know she's not dead. She's like. I know she's being raped, or you, you're not quite sure, but she gets chained up eventually, and this is I was when say, she's getting chained up. Yeah, yeah. This is when um, Marie decides to leave her room, 
And I remember like yelling at it, like, stay in your room. Fuck Alex. I remember saying that to myself, like, fuck your friend. Stay in the room. Like, like the fucking window. <laughs> he already checked the room. So you're safe. Like, he's not going to come in that room again, you know. But uh, she's right. the hero, right? I mean, she's the hero in this story and her story. So she's got to save her friend. And uh, this is where she goes into the bedroom to look for the phone, right? And um, we get the bomb, yes. the throat slit. I love this Stumbling scene. In, yeah. This scene's awesome. She kind of crawls towards the phone, gets the phone, can't quite make the phone call. And then the guy just kind of stands her up and just... You see this because um, we're in Marie's POV. She's in the closet. And it's one of those, like... She's closets from Halloween, yeah. like the classic where it's right. like the, the I don't know if it's shutters yeah. or like little slits yeah. so she can see out, but they can't see in. And she gets a front row seat to the mom getting her throat slit. And uh, it's she great does. because then the, the favorite part of my favorite part of this kill is actually the uh, the sound effects when he's like, you don't see it on screen, but he's like slicing her up and then the blood starts squirting yeah. onto the, the closet like. Some of the effects no, awesome are like blood, oh, awesome God. effects. Awesome. What's going on here? Yeah, yeah. I like the uh, the throat slit effect too. How it kind of just like opens I do too. Like I a love big it. Gap. Yeah. It's so gnarly that scene. Yeah. So you love all the kills. The kills are awesome for you. Yeah, I told you I love this movie until I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it sounds like because you don't like the ending, you have problems with the rest of the movie. Well, like I said, dude, the way I leave the movie is the ending, so that's how I'm yeah. I'm left with that thought as the movie ends every okay. time. And when I go back and I try to give the movie the benefit of the doubt, and I try to watch it from the perspective of like, okay, this is how it's going to end, it bothers me even more than just pretending that it's the straightforward movie until it's not. So like I, like I can love this movie until I don't every time. Okay. So that's how I've accepted this movie overall. Okay. I love it until I don't. But like you it. can separate the ending enough to where when you watch it again, you do still appreciate. Well, no, I these do. Moments. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I force okay. myself to because I I can't watch it knowing the twist because it ruins the movie for me. Yeah. Watch that's it, really that's really a shame. I was really that hoping that you yeah. uh, would have liked the movie like I do, like the ending. I do. Movie. I do like the movie. No, yeah, I mean I the, ending, the ending. The ending. Yeah. Yeah. That that cool. is a shame. I was I, I was holding out like, hope. I wonder. I didn't do research, but I want to know if they came up with the ending before they wrote the movie or like i wonder know when they came up with the ending because i almost feel like it could have been a, like a last minute Ooh, that would be a shocking thing i want to know when they how they put this it, yeah. movie together like when they were writing it you know what well, i'm trying to say it's funny you say like, that. was it always supposed to be saying. a twist or was it supposed to be straightforward and then they yeah. changed it to be a twist i know what you're saying and it's funny you say that because the very next scene i think is an example of they knew the ending the whole time because this is when marie finds alex um First, Tom gets chased out of the house. He's like saying, mommy, 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 like poor kid. He gets chased out of the I house that, and then the guy follows him. So yeah. we know the guy's outside. So this is when Marie finds the courage to leave the room and she finds Alex. And I think this scene is real because Alex is inconsolable. And Marie is trying to be like, Alex, calm down. Like if he would have killed you, like no, he would have done it by now. In the movie. What's that? This is definitely the scene that's real because she can't talk. So that's yeah. the excuse for her not to say because she has the That's gay. her excuse, but she's not calming down. She's doing the opposite. And it makes sense that right. Marie is the killer because she's freaking out in front of her. And you're, the right. first time you're 100%. watching, you're like, dude, Alex, get it together. But now that you know what's going on, like yeah. you totally get why Alex is not calming down. She's like looking like terrified in that moment, even though her friend is there to like, quote unquote, save her. It doesn't matter. Right. 
Like she is, right. you think she's like this stupid girl who can't like get it together. And then you realize after the fact, like, oh no, like she is completely freaked out because how confusing is that? Right? Like you wake up to your best friend, like basically capturing you. I don't know if she knows, like she has to know, or at least her mom is dead. The dad's dead already. But, and then all of a sudden she comes back in the room and she's saying, I'm going to save you. Like, Where's your yeah. telephone? Like, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, that's You're like, just fucking kill me at this kind of <laughs> creepy to think about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <You> crazy so, <laughs> yeah. So she's no help. She doesn't even try really that hard to remove the gag. She kind of does a little bit, but she kind of just leaves her there. She's like, all right, I'm there's go a find reason a why she didn't try to move it because they, how would they explain that she removed it and started to, it, it just would mess up the movie in the end. So mm-hmm. that's why. But I love the scene when Marie leaves. Well, it's not really, the killer is going to chase um, Tom, mm-hmm. but I do love Alex's reaction when she hears the gunshot. Cause she's like, oh my God, no, my brother just got, she just killed my brother. Yes. I love yeah. her reaction shot of that. I love it. It It is depressing. I, you know, I like my depressing horror mm-hmm. and I do like that whole, that's why I love that sequence because it's, we don't see him die. We hear it. And I think it's way more effective because we're focused on Alex after she hears the gunshot. Yes. I yeah. love it. Love it. Love it. Love, love, love it. Cool. Love it. Okay. Yeah. That one, that, uh, the, I I agree with you. Her performance in that scene, Alex's performance, like the different tone in her face when after the gunshot, like her the realization. Like she that she her lost all hope in that dead. moment, a hundred percent. She lost her family. She lost her dog. And she lost all hope. Of, and again, they kind of she she's a goner. They kind of get right into it in the beginning of the movie, but you do get a sense that they are a very close knit family. Like the, her little brother yeah. waited up all night for her, so. And you get just, that bond. Yeah, 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 so it really kind of hits it even more. Like, oh, shit. She just lost her brother, who they were really close. Right. Yeah. Uh, so this Make is when uh, Marie goes back downstairs. She looks for the phone. She realizes the phone line's cut. Can't make a phone call. And um, the guy comes back into the house, and this is the picture scene where he kind of cuts the uh, the photo of Alex out of the family photo, and he, like, takes it out, and he's, like, admiring um uh alex and uh this is also when he puts her he stuffs her in the back of the truck right we kind of um this is the end of the house sequence they originally um i I saw some commentary they originally were going to stay in the house the whole movie but uh they wanted to open it up more and i'm really glad they did because i love these next sequences yeah they wanted to keep it in the house the whole time i would have preferred because i love the house stuff yeah me too but they wanted it to focus more on like the nighttime in general, not just the house, like it being nighttime, they said. Um, okay, so, this is interesting. Yeah, it is It is interesting um, how they would have finished the movie if it was just in the house. But that was their original idea. So I like it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so again, um, this is really the moment in the movie where like you really don't know what's real or not because you have – Marie finding Alex in the back of the truck. You have the guy coming outside the truck, locks them in the back seat. But you know that's somewhat real because this is where she gives Alex the knife when they're in the back back of the truck together. So and that's what Alex uses, you know, at the end of the movie. So you know at least some of that happened. You don't know like how it happened. Obviously, you don't know how anything happened right. really. And I, but I again, first like, time watch, that's just still all straightforward. Like if you were watching, like mm-hmm. this is just, she got into the car with her friend, the killer trapped her in. 
Mm-hmm. Like you're not thinking about, you know what I mean? Yeah, I love that shot too, just... where she's ready to like stab yeah. him, and then in- instead of appearing, he just shuts the door on him and locks it. That was great. Yeah. So we leave the house, and this is uh, we get the confirmation that Tom's dead. We get the the shot of him lying in the cornfield. So I put again, in my notes. so much more. I think that's so much more effective that way. Mm. That they, how they handled his death. I think so, especially for a kid. It kind of hits, you know, a little bit differently. I put in my notes, rest in peace, Tom, because that's when we confirm that he's dead. <laughs> rest in peace, the whole poor family. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you invite this, uh, awesome you know, your best though. friends. I know, they're you so, know, like, hospitable, and they get murdered, <laughs> like, <Yeah>. instantly. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't stand a chance. <laughs> All right, so now we get to the gas station. What do you What do you think of this? We leave the house, we get to the gas station. Do you like... This gas station sequence, I, I personally, it works for me. I like this a lot. I do like it. I prefer the stuff at the house, though. I do okay. like it, though. I like it because, um, again, we're still in the second act. None of the tension has broken yet. Even on the way to the gas station, it's fucking intense. Like, he's got the radio up, no, and she's trying to cause... talk to Alex, and you don't know if he's going to hear them or not. You're, like, on the edge of your seat figuring out if she's going to get caught. And that happens all throughout this sequence in the gas station. He's pumping the gas. She runs into the gas station. Uh, I don't think this guy is a... I, mean, I think he does have a name, but I forget his name because I know the guy knows him when he what, comes the in. Gas the gas attendant? Like the, the attendant? Clerk? Yeah. Okay. Do you know who that is in real life? I... No, I didn't. I, I, was, he, I didn't really t- research. Yeah. He's pra- played by the director of P2, Frank Calfon? Oh, yeah. oh my god, yes. Frank Calfon. And you haven't seen P2. I've never watch- seen P2, yeah. No, no, no. But no. I saw that and I, I thought of you because you like that movie. And uh, that's the director of P2. Is He, he has a little cameo. No, Aja uh, directed P2. Oh, I Did thought... He? No, yeah, I, I Aja thought... Aja directed P2. Are you sure? Oh, okay. Maybe... Did he co-direct it? No. Maybe I have my notes wrong because no, maybe, I, I watched no, the Aja commentary. No, Aja was involved. Oh no, Aja wrote it. Sorry, Aja wrote Aja it. Wrote Frank, it. Yeah, he directed it. I okay. got twisted. Sorry, because I love P two. Yeah, I yeah. So these guys were best friends, and they had him in the movie. That makes sense. So that's yeah, why yeah. I flip flop them. Yeah, that's yeah, why I flip flop. Okay, okay. Dude, we'll do that next Christmas. But yes. <laughs> so he's the. Uh, awesome. Yeah, I've never seen that movie, but he's the uh, the gas attendant. I thought that was cool. That, uh, oh, very cool. Movie. Now I know. I'm like, why do I know this dude? Yeah. And um, yeah, this sequence uh, is pretty cool. I guess. Um, she comes in first, and then he comes in afterwards. She kind of tells him, like, call the police. And then she's the classic, you know, convenience store right. where she's hiding behind the shelves and stuff. And then you get that that scene where um, you kind of you can tell that the bad guy knows something's up by the way he's talking to the attendant. And then when he right. has him get the liquor, like once he's getting the liquor, I knew like this guy's dead. Like there's no way 100%. he's escaping this scene. And um, I love he this. Knew who was going into murder him the whole time? I love this he axe knew. kill. He get grabs an axe. Uh, this was modeled on The Shining. Anyway, you know, uh, Aja twist any of the axe in it. Aja, uh, he confirmed that, and he actually watched that sequence in The Shining quite a bit, um, to kind of model this kill off The Shining. So I love the little nod to The Shining. Um, this movie has like a seventies vibe to it, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like with the corn because it has and, that that has yeah. that grimy Texas, the grimy, like, like yeah, sleazy, nasty, the mm-hmm. nasty movies, you know that like 
You want to shower after you watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, especially like the design of the guy. He's so freaking yeah. dirty. Like his hands are all grimy and bloody and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, our, our attendant gets it. He uh, turns around and gets an axe to the chest. Um, I thought that was a pretty cool kill. I, I love the nod to The Shining. Pretty straightforward. Um, nothing That's too cool. special about Doesn't it. Doesn't match the but dresser. No, definitely not. Especially in terms of gore. <laughs> yeah. But you do notice that um, he is being recorded. You see uh, a recording of the kill. So that's obviously going to come into play later on. Oh, yes, it does. <laughs> so <laughs> is it during this scene that she gets away and goes to the bathroom? I think it's while he's killing the guy. She yeah, she escapes. hides in the bathroom because then she comes back to call, you know, to try mm. to help for help. But she gets so frustrated with that. So, so this yeah, is so she goes to hide. Yeah. yeah, this is really when the tension I say crescendos because again, it's like this this entire act has been one fucking build up after the last, and you finally get a break from it after he checks the bathroom and he actually takes a piss in front of her. Ugh, it's so her. nasty though. It's like, <laughs> ugh, it's so yeah. dirty. And of course, he doesn't wash his hands because he's the fucking know, dirtiest guy so ever. Dirty. Yeah, <laughs> and he leaves, and um, you you even see it on. Marie's face, she starts smiling because she's like relieved. She's like, oh my God, I got away from this guy. And he leaves the gas station with Alex. So right, that, that relief kind of turns into horror again because her friend is still trapped. But um, I love the fact that we've gone this far in the movie. And I guess this makes sense for you why you're so disappointed. But he has no idea that she exists so far. Like he never... After all those intense close calls, he doesn't know that Marie is in the gas station or that she was in the truck. So at this point, you're kind of rooting for Marie to like, like, usually you're like, all right, just like call the cops and like, don't go after him. But like, when she goes after him, I'm kind of like, all right, like she has the advantage now because he doesn't know that she exists. So it's kind of like a badass moment, if that makes sense. Do you, do you know what I mean? It was. It like, was, were you it, rooting it, it, for her at this point? Or were you saying, like, no, get the fuck her out? For the entire... No, I'm rooting for her. <laughs> well, I mean, this would be this yeah. would be a never split up moment, right? Because she's safe. And normally we would say, like, fuck her friend, you know, don't go after him. But I like the way it builds up because she kind of has the advantage. And you think that, like, she could probably take this guy. He's not like superhuman yeah, or anything. Yeah, she's a fucking beast. She's yeah. like fucking goes well, to the gym and looks yeah. like twice, two, two times a day. <laughs> I fucking, this is like, always annoys me that the police phone call where she calls the police. I can't <laughs> <laughs> Well, and first like, of all, the dialogue because it's like, oh, the way yeah. it's cut. Oh. And like, she, she makes so mad no effort. Crazy. To like give these cops any sort of detail as to what's going on, she doesn't even bother to go outside and look at the name of the gas station. Like she's like, she just like throws a temper tantrum. Like, oh, fine, I'll deal with myself. I know. At that point, when I was watching this for the first time, I was like, "What? Like you've been so smart this whole time, and now you're just like, give give the cops the attitude because they want details of what's going on." I know it's so funny because they want to do their job. I laugh every time I hear that phone call, and then she's like, "What's it going to take for you guys to find this place for me to blow it up?" And then she hangs up on him. I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> she's like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah." But she does grab the gun. She does grabs the gun and then grabs the keys to uh, 
uh, for I guess a Ford Mustang. I'm not a big car guy, mm-hmm. but it's like a Ford Mustang muscle sports car. car. Yeah. Sports car, yeah. Um, pretty lucky that she got like a nice car. She can catch up to this guy. <laughs> but um, this this leads into probably uh, my favorite part of the movie. I love this part where she's catching up to the guy and um, the song Newborn by Muse plays. Every time I hear this song, I think of this movie. And every time I think of this movie, I hear that song playing in my head. Um, the badass shots of her, you know, in the muscle car chasing after him. Right. And then it cuts to him and then it cuts to Alex, like still like inconsolable. Right, and forth, and right. she's like, you're like rooting for her. You're like, all right, let's go. Let's get our friend. I love this sequence. It's so cool. What well, you're laughing. I do too. I do too. It's so funny just how like (laughs) because we're so close to getting the carpet pulled out from underneath us. (laughs) Yeah. It's so fucking badass. It's oh she's (laughs) such a good final girl. It's so annoying. Yeah. (laughs) So then he rams it, right? The old heat. It is, man. It's disappointing that you feel that way. Really. (laughs) Can't help it. It makes for a good podcast episode though. So But um, yeah, this is where uh, she does. Uh, he he turns down like a dirt, like a side road, and she doesn't follow him instantly. She kind of goes past, which was another smart thing, and then backs up and follows him. Turns her headlights off, but uh, of course he outsmarts her because he's pretty capable too. And he loses her on the dirt road, and then somehow appears behind her. It reminds me of Death Proof, how he just like appears yeah. out of nowhere yeah. and then puts the the lights on and starts ramming her. And another kind of this kind of bothered me, too, because at this point, they're not on a dirt road. It's like a paved road. Like, how the hell does she not get away from this old fucking jalopy of a truck? She's literally in a fucking muscle car. I know it's back roads, but she's got to have the advantage in that. But he somehow, like, keeps ramming her. It's like, go faster. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, (laughs) but obviously, you know, we know it's happening. It's not happening. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> still cool though. But this is where he uh, drops the bullets out the window, and then yes. she realizes that the gun is empty. So I was wrong. He does know that something's up. He did know that she was in the convenience store because he went to the gun and took the bullets out. He's just playing with us now. So He's I thought that was pretty sinister. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he starts ramming her, and this is where she crashes. She, she flips the car. And we get the uh, the greenhouse sequence, which is another uh, pretty cool set piece. Uh, don't know why there's like a random rundown greenhouse. I guess it's a greenhouse, right? It's like yeah, it's plants. Like, and, like a, it's like yeah, in the middle of a forest, whatever. though, which is kind of weird. There's no like, I feel like it doesn't get a lot of sunlight. Maybe it's like eh. abandoned. Like it's like overgrown. But um, it doesn't bother me. This is, I think. You're talking about like badass final girls. The uh, yeah. the post with the barbed wire when she gets I the barbed wire. Love I love that shot where she like rips it off. It's fucking uh, off the barbed wire. She's got it in her hands and she's like ready to fucking fuck some shit up. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, part. yeah. She's so <laughs> badass in this moment. Like, I'm like yes, I'm like fucking like yes, girl, get this. Get this See, fucker. I could still appreciate it. Even with the ending, I, I guess we're a little different. No, I'd I have to still... appreciate it until the ending comes. Yeah. That's Why don't you just do turn the movie off when it gets to that part and you just pretend? Because you know it. I am. I'm a, I'm a completist. I have to finish things. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, she gets the barbed wire post, which is so cool. Um, just as cool as the uh, circular saw at the end, I think. Um, oh yeah. 
much cooler. cooler. Yeah. And um, this is where um, though the flashlight. She uh, follows the flashlight, and it turns out that the flashlight it was a trap. Um, you see the flashlight is hanging by like a belt or whatever, and uh, she comes up behind him, or he comes up behind her, and uh, suffocates her with like a um, plastic sheet, it's a bag. Yeah, like a yeah. like a plastic bag. And um, this is a pretty cool. What did you think of this? Um, I thought it was pretty interesting. He starts like caressing her, and then. Um, how does she get the upper hand again? She uh No, doesn't he caress her with his little like knife thing like Yeah, with his knife. He pulls a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um oh, she grabs the rock. That's right. She sma- yeah, yeah. He's strangling her and she grabs the rock and um she smashes him in the temple. And then this is fucking brutal, man. She fucking wails on this guy with the barbed wire post like fucking what? Like it's- six or seven times. Yes. Like she it's... fucking owns this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she owns him, but I, this always bothered me. Like, why does she check to see if he's breathing? And then she, like, checks, but she doesn't do a very good job because she thinks he's dead. And then he just, like, grabs her. So it's like, obviously, he wasn't dead. Why, what was the purpose of checking if oh, you weren't going to do a good it's... job anyway? <laughs> you know what I mean? That always bothered me. It's because he's grabbing, she's grabbing that personality back. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. You still need that killer personality, man. Yeah. Well, he does like a temporary grab and then she actually kills him. She she suffocates him. So, boom, that's uh, high tension, guys. That's the end of the movie. She escapes in the movie. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> That's what you think, at least. You're like, oh my god, she won. She's the winner. <laughs> Wait a minute, there's still 20 minutes left. What could possibly happen? <laughs> oh, a lot can happen. What were you going to say? A lot can happen. Just now? No, I was going to say, no, that that would have been like a badass fucking final girl ending. Mm-hmm. Save her friend, you know. Yeah. And they could have went off and been lovers. Nope. <laughs> Nope, because we cut back to the gas station and the cops catch up to the crime scene. Um, so we assume that that's obviously real. She actually did call the cops because they're like checking out gas stations in the area. And um, I believe they said like this one looks closed, but let's check it anyway. And thank God they do because they find the poor uh, gas station attendant. And then this is where he checks the footage. And this is the I will big say, twist. Right, but I love how before they show that, when Marie goes back to Alex in the truck, you, Alex is obviously, she's still nervous. She looks scared of her. So we see that shot before we cut to the video. Yes. Y- so quickly. Like, that's, that. yes. The, uh, yeah, her, but we don't get anything yet. Yeah, yeah, because. No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, we because, do see Alex is not, like, relieved of her tension and fear when she yes, goes to the truck. Yeah. So then we get the big twist. We we see the the footage of the gas station attendant. He's grabbing the liquor, just like how it played out originally but instead of the guy it's marie and marie has the axe and fucking kills him and marie's been the killer the whole time i fucking love it anthony hates it obviously and it doesn't work for me man (laughs) it works for me man it works i don't know (laughs) i can't 
this is also one of my favorite lines and line deliveries because as soon as we get that twist, it cuts back to the truck and it's um, Marie opening the truck and saying, it's me, Alex, it's me. Like with that cheerful like tone. And it has like a double meaning, right? Because you just (laughs) found out that she's the killer. So by her saying, it's me, Alex, it's me. Like she's kind of telling the audience, like, it's me, I'm the killer. You know, that's how I took it. I thought that was kind of clever yeah. how they like cut to that right away. And they, like you said, Alex is like, what the fuck is going on? And this is where <laughs> we find out that she still has the knife from earlier. Right. Right. And she, once she sets her free, obviously, uh, Alex is like fucking taking that knife out and threatening her. Like, get the fuck away from you, crazy bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She takes the knife out. And, um, Marie's like, what are you doing? Like, he's gone. You don't have to worry about anything. Like, so, Marie is still fully in her delusion. Like we find out as oh, the yeah, audience, she's but she's still totally like she thinks she she's the good guy she, in this. Yeah, she doesn't know right. what's going on. Yeah. And um Alex ends up swiping at her and um gets her in the face. Yeah, gets her in the face. And this is Stab when too, this is when you get the flashbacks, right? I think this is when the flashbacks happen of her killing the family. Yeah, like a quick, I think a quick little, you know, super quick. Yeah, it's super quick. It's just like a little montage. And instead of the guy, right. it's it's Marie doing the killings. Right. So you get confirmation that it's obviously been her the whole time. We kind of get that right. already. But seeing that, I guess, visually, I guess, helps the audience. Um, I, I didn't mind it. It was quick enough. Like, it didn't feel like it was like I was being pandered to or I was being like talked down to like. I appreciated yeah. it. It's, it wasn't like this big long sequence where they had to spell it out. It was quick enough for me. I, I, I liked it. But um, this is um, one of the few nitpicks I have with this movie going forward. Um, because, and I know what the director, uh, what Aja was was going for, because every time you see Marie, it's Marie in her mind being the good guy, helping Alex. And every time you see the bad guy, it's her trying to kill and trying to kill Alex and being pissed off and, you know, capturing her. But I wish that they stuck with Marie throughout this whole time. Okay. I, I, I don't I wish they didn't go back and forth because she gets the um the circular saw, the the powered circular saw from the from the right. truck and starts um well, does she do that yet? Um, well, she finds the car, right? Yeah, she gets well, into the Alex car. Finds Alex finds the car and Alex flags gets it down. The yeah. And then as she's climbing into the car, Marie gets the saw. <laughs> fucking destroys the driver. Oh, yeah. This is, I, this is like, I think, the most iconic scene, like with, the, with Alex just going crazy with the blood in the back seat. I mean, I feel like this no, is what most really... people think about when they think about yeah. this movie. Next Texas Chainsaw throwback to Sally freaking out. In oh, the definitely. Yeah. Truck. yeah. And um, this is the one moment where the unrated really benefits because you get that long shot of his gut and his torso just yeah. getting sliced up. You really don't get that in the rated R version. They show you like a quick little flash of it, but it's mostly just off screen. And the unrated, yeah. they really show you like, I know you ordered the unrated version. You'll get to see like the extended sequence of him getting yeah, I've watched the it in years. The unrated version, yeah. so it'd be cool. Yeah, cool. But um, yeah, that's that's an iconic moment. I love that moment. This is probably my favorite kill 
just because it's so gory and so bloody. And um, I think uh, the the actress who plays Alex does a really good job. Yeah, she conveying does. Just like complete. I think she did a pretty good job overall of being like a, I guess like a scream queen of of like we said earlier, like her facial expressions when Tom gets shot. I, I thought she was a pretty capable, yeah, pretty pretty good actress. Yeah. Uh, the dub, whoever did the dub, not so much, but the actress herself. Uh, you can't ever make a dub be good with the <laughs> yeah. of the mouth. <laughs> um, and I love this this scene because we're um, it's not Marie again. It it switches to the guy when he um goes to the back seat and he starts like mocking her. I thought that was kind of funny. He like mocks her scream. Right. He's like, it's like what the fuck? That's kind of fucked up. <laughs> But yeah, this is what I was talking about. So she escapes the car and then he starts like taunting her. He like has the the saw over her and stuff. And um I wish this was Marie the whole time. Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. She yeah. just her and focus. I mean, know the twist at this point, just commit. Yeah, I know. I, I agree. I see what they were going for, but I, I still Cold wish technique, yeah. Because like the the image of like like the poster of Marie with the circular saw. We really don't get right. that in the movie. That's really just a promotional thing. We don't right. get that image. And I wish we had more of those images in the actual movie because it's so badass looking. Yeah. Or even like to your point, like how you love her as a final girl, maybe get like a sequence where we still think she's the final girl with the saw. That would have been with cool the, too. Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah. That been so cool. that's like my one little nitpick. They should have just stuck with Marie okay. once we found out. Okay. Um, but other I than agree. that, I, I kind of don't really have anything else with this movie that I don't like. Um, but yeah, that's the end. So uh, she says the line again, I won't let anyone come between us anymore. Oh, um, she goes for a kiss. She kisses Alex and that's where Alex has the crowbar and uh, yeah, sticks her through the shoulder. So that's right. where we kind of get Alex is our new final girl. She's been the final girl the whole time. We just didn't really know it. It wasn't really through our POV. Oh, was she the final girl? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Of course she was. She yeah, she 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 failed in this part. <laughs> well, I mean, she really didn't even get a chance because she literally got woken up by knife knife point and was captured the entire time. <laughs> yeah, she really didn't even get a yeah get a chance. <laughs> so she does stab her. Yeah, she stabs her, and then, and then we uh, cut to the psychiatric hospital. The yeah, we find out it's a psychiatric hospital, and um, right. she uh, I don't know why Alex is visiting her. Like, if I was Alex, I would want nothing to do with this person. She just killed my entire family. But they don't really explain it. Maybe they had her there at the same point she was telling the events just as to throw Alex to me a witness and give her side. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't really get that, like, why she would be watching her. But we we cut, and that's it. And we find out that... She has that nice grin. She has that grin and, like, the... Like oh yeah, it's not really like a jump scare, but it's like a yeah, like one last creepy image. <laughs> like she still thinks that Alex and but her she's aware. Her. She knows in that moment. She's like aware that she's behind it in that moment. Hmm. Yeah. She does that grin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I would agree with you. And that's high tension. Yeah, that's high tension, guys. Uh, I love this movie. Anthony loves the movie up to a point, but uh, if you haven't watched it, you kind of know the twist now. Um, still watch it, I guess. 
I know some people like no, to listen to these movie. podcasts yeah, because it. they don't want movie. to watch the movie. They maybe they get too scared or they don't like the gore and stuff. Um, I, I get that, and we can definitely be your outlet because we do do deep dives on these movies. So this can be like an alternate um, viewing experience, if you will, right. instead of actually watching the movie. But I really implore you guys if you can handle it, even if you watch the the R rated, it's not as bad. I think it's still a solid movie, um, even though it's not unrated. Uh, the cinematography, the score is really cool. The performances of uh, Cecil de France. I mean, she's our lead. Yeah, she's awesome. She's our lead. She's awesome. Um, the villain is pretty cool. He's got some cool moments. And then Alex at the end is cool. Um, I think it's still worth your time to watch it if you haven't yet. But um, yeah, that's high tension, guys. Um, thanks for sticking around. We're, we're now going to get right into our... Uh, I guess our never split up moments. Do you want to announce oh, yeah, who won last? It wasn't last uh, week. So but, uh, for Scream nineteen ninety six episode, um, I won. I had the Casey Becker moment. She didn't run, you know, through the field to the car. Yes. Um, so I took that one. Okay. Yeah, this is kind of a different uh, kind of movie. Um, we have an unreliable narrator. We don't know which events actually happened or what she's making up. But for right. this sake. Obviously, we're going to, like, pretend that all these events happened. Like, we're going to okay. pretend that well, this is pretend, our... Yeah. Well, we're going to pretend that this is our first time viewing because that's when you have these never split up moments in your mind right. because you don't know what's going to happen and you're, like, yelling at the characters. So that's how I'm going right. to take it. I don't okay. know about you. Yeah, mine's going to be so basic and easy. I'm <laughs> going to choose that... Alex didn't fucking stab Marie in the chest instead of, like, the... I would have fucking... After you stab her, I would have fucking taken her head off like you did my dad. <laughs> fucking, I would have fucking murdered the hell out of her. Yeah. She killed my whole family. Mm-hmm. She just stabbed her in the upper chest and then was like, okay. And then Marie's like proclaiming, I'll never let anything come between us. Uh, I'm going to let something come between you. I'm going to fucking crowbar your head off. So yeah, she doesn't kill her. She just stabs her once after everything she's gone through. Yeah. I'm like, what? It bothers me every time. Now, I'm like, just kill that bitch. <laughs> so yeah alex okay. she's not a final girl because she doesn't even fucking take it into her own hands in the end <laughs> okay i will say that um aja has commented on that i guess that you're not the first person to say that and um he did say that they did that because they wanted to highlight that it's really hard to go there as a human being he said even after her whole family is dead they wanted to show that like it was still oh, tough for her to on. stab somebody and so they wanted that human element in it. Um, I that's not what I'm. That's what the director is saying. Um, that's all I'm gonna say. Um, I don't know if you think that's a cop I out or what, that. but yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she well, murdered my that. whole family, and she's. I'm fighting for my life. She's not a killer, man. She's <laughs> clearly doesn't have much fight in her. I mean, she gets captured right away, so. <laughs> she still stabs her though fucking slices her in the face yeah. and stabs her she has some fight in her she got some finish the yeah. job yeah. finish the job girl <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that's my easy one yeah that's like obvious to me okay um i'm gonna go with because other... now that i know the movie i can't look at it like and pick another moment because i'm like you know was that a moment well yeah and i'm not gonna go with um marie because i mean even if we play this straightforward i mean it's hard she really to go with was Marie. A badass. Yeah, she was a badass. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go with the mother 
Um, I think this is like the the most obvious scene besides the one you just talked about. Um, right. I don't really think of like your the scene you talked about. I don't. I guess I don't really think of those as never split up moments. I I know why they are for you, but I guess because she yeah, survives at the end anyway, it didn't really like hit me the same way. But that is that is a good one. But I'm gonna go with I think the most obvious for me is the mom when um first of all she hears her husband being decapitated and just like well, she hears something happening yeah <laughs> well i mean it, it's pretty loud well, we know <laughs> yeah. we know he's being and then she and goes like, downstairs oh, all nonchalant she tells her son oh just go back in your room and goes downstairs and just like stands there doesn't say anything doesn't do anything and just lets marie who we find is we find out as marie just kind of kill her he, do, he doesn't finish the job right away but she just gets taken and i'm like what the fuck was that like talk about no fight i mean geez oh, yeah she let that shock take over her quick, oh my man. god she was just completely like, going like that's those are the moments in these slasher movies where i'm like fucking trying to like shake the character through the screen like what the fuck are you doing like you're do something standing there yeah yeah so i'm gonna that's go i'm gonna go with, with the Alex. fucking do it girl all right cool those are two <laughs> yeah. good ones yeah awesome so why don't we uh, get into our scores? You won, so you get to pick who goes first on their score. If you want to go first, or me, um, I'll go first, just so like I get <laughs> okay. my stuff out, get of, the it out of the way. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Um, I mean, I've been saying it's gonna be an interesting movie. score really, for you. Really, really enjoy this movie. It's just unfortunately this twist really bothers me. It doesn't work for me, so it's a hard one to rate because I love the movie you know, to a certain point, but every time I finish the movie, I leave with that bad taste. Like, it's not like it's reversed where the beginning didn't work for me, but the end did. That maybe would have made me feel like leaving on a high, but it's the opposite. So I'm like, oh, Mm. and I really wish that Marie would have, because she's such a fucking awesome final girl, but she's not a final girl. Um, I love Aja, well-made movie. The gore is awesome. It's an extreme horror. Like, I like my depressing horror. I'm going to give this it's so hard. Uh, I'll give it a 6.5. 6.5? Okay. It's above average movie. It's just unfortunately they took a swing that didn't work for me. Okay. Doesn't, and to me, it feels like literally a swing just to have a swing in a movie. But other than that, it's a really well-made movie. It's above, I mean, I recommend it for horror fans. It's above average. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's a pretty fair score for, for someone who hates the ending. I mean, I, would, I, I wouldn't expect you to give it anything more than a 6.5. That 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 yeah. shows me that you really did like the rest of the movie because if I had a, a movie that I hated the ending that badly too, like I, it would be hard for me to give it a decent score. So the fact that you still gave it a six point five really does kind of show me that you did appreciate the rest of the movie. So that's 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 yeah, a good did. score, I think, for for how much you hated the twist. Um, I feel completely different that the twist really worked for me. I love. I'm a final girl too. I, I like final girls too, but I love blending the two of the final girl being the villain because first and foremost, I mean, look behind me. I got villains galore all over my wall. I have the masks and everything. I love my villains. So this is such a unique movie that you get. I, I know this twist has been done before, like you said, but it's done so beautifully because this girl is a fucking badass final girl. Until she's not. So I get the best of both worlds in my character, if that makes sense. 
Like this girl can be on my list of final girls. She wouldn't be on a list of final girls because she's not technically. So I wouldn't do that to you. Don't worry. But she could have been up until she's not. And then she can be on my list of favorite villains. So it's like, I get the best of both worlds and it works for me. So that's why I love this movie. It, she's a final girl until she's not, she's a, she's a final girl until she's a villain. So she's really only a villain to us. She is only a villain. Five minutes. Yeah, she is. I, I want to clarify. She's, I don't look at her as a final no, girl know. when I look at this, but she is until she's not. So you do, for me, I do get the best of both worlds, which is why it works for me. And I love it. Right. So yeah, I just, I love this movie. I love how gory it is. And it's not, I, I, I hate the term gore porn. Um, I don't think no, it's don't gore like porn uh, in the same no. way that like, you know, hostile is, I think hostile fits that category more. I think this movie is different from those movies because Aja treats the gore differently. He doesn't use the gore and he doesn't use the victims as like meat bags. He kind of like takes better care of of right. the victims and it's it's more impactful in a way and um yeah i love my dark ending the dark ending um fits with this movie for me as well uh this is this is up there man this is up there for um my favorite slashers uh i'm gonna give this movie a 9.3 9.3 okay. wow yeah so pretty drastic yeah We've had drastic scores before on the other side where you loved a movie. I didn't love a movie, but I think right. this is our first time where um, I'm way above you. So, yeah, definitely for sure. I love this movie. Cool. I'm really, I was really excited. I, um, I think I was pretty passionate about this movie throughout this episode. You could probably tell I'm a little bit heated uh, compared to other episodes, especially because you didn't like the ending. And I hope I defended myself correctly, but um, we want to hear from you guys. What you thought yeah, so of the ending, if you, you like the ending. Yeah. Um, do you want to maybe run that poll as well? Um, yeah, we'll whether we'll or not people polls. like the uh, the ending or not, like twist. Because yeah. I really want to hear from people we'll do that on that as well. And just to see. Yeah. yeah. So we'll do our regular never split up moment poll, but we'll also run that poll. So look out for that, guys. Uh, that'll be on our Twitter and Instagram. And um, it'll also be on Spotify. I'll run the polls on Spotify. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Never Split Up Pod. Again, that's at Never Split Up Pod. We're also on Facebook, Never Split Up Podcast on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube. Again, shout out to all our new subscribers on YouTube. Thanks so much. Uh, we definitely want to see those subscribers uh, coming in. And uh, keep commenting, keep uh, retweeting. Thank you for all the we- retweets and the likes and everything. Any other uh, final thoughts, Anthony? No, uh, this is a very interesting movie to cover because I feel like a lot of people are going to just be on one side or the other. So it's just, this was a good one to cover because we came at with both perspectives. And, um, you know, good stuff, good conversation. And, yeah, make sure you follow us, you know, subscribe if you can, share our stuff. And uh, we'll be back to Scream next week, people. We'll be back for Scream, guys. Uh, happy <laughs> Scream six week. And we'll definitely be covering more Aja films in the future. We can guarantee yes, that. I so love him. Yes. This is only the beginning of our Aja journey. But uh, for now, that's the Never Split Up podcast. I'm Nolan. That's Anthony. And we'll see you guys later. Thanks. See ya.